Welcome to the Awakening Podcast, where we have truth tellers and not whistleblowers, where we facts and not conspiracy theories, the podcast with solutions. I'm here with my good friend, Chris Ryan of Mind Wars, and he can be found on uh, anchor.fm forward slash Mind Wars. Hi, Chris. How are you? Good, Ryan. Yourself? I'm Thanks very for having back on today. Ah, <laughs> I think uh, at this stage, we're getting such a good response. We should do a weekly one. I think at this stage, yeah, it could be a good idea definitely to go move forward with a, a giant weekly one from both our shows and um, to join up because with the with the amount of information that's coming on in and into our into our lives on a daily basis, the corruption worldwide is just unbelievable. So I think we could end, end up going forward with some sort of a small show, give people a, a bullet points, what's going on around the world, and because some people are clueless to certain countries that are listening to this um as to what's going on, and it's it's very valid to what's going on today's society. Exactly, exactly. And I know that uh, this week uh, it's something that I think every single person on the planet knows what's going on. We're going to talk about the big C. Yeah, <laughs> the, ever, the never ending C word, of course, that's uh, consistently a vein of a part of everybody's life day to day. But um, yeah, we'll talk about a small bit about that today. All right. And yeah, probably a lot of the stuff actually is will be all related to it in one way or the other what's going on. But unfortunately, some people feel it's negative talk. But at this stage, we need to get to. We need to get it out because people, thankfully, as you know yourself, um, day by day, especially in the last couple of weeks, I've noticed so many people are actually waking up to what's going on and are making a proper stance of this, you know, worldwide global fascism just just continually um, a pain in our lives every, every day that's it's being carried out in an absolute criminal manner. Exactly. And I think another thing is you can get bombarded with what's going on. And not only are we actually doing a lot of research, but we're surrounded by people. So we, you know, we've people we trust that will share something with us. And, you know, because we've got friends all over the world, we tend to get information of what is happening in the different countries. And I suppose we'll start with one of them, maybe Slovakia for uh, for the, the start of it. Yeah, we can start with the Slovakian one. Um, it's quite interesting because uh, only last weekend, the prime minister over in Slovakia, he actually, um, well, the, the funny part was he said it's voluntary, but what it was was um, on two and a half million of his population, so not all the population, um, 2.5 million of the Slovakian population were basically, they had to be mass tested. And even though it was coming under the guise of voluntary, the same same guy said a couple of paragraphs later that, um, well, it's voluntary, but if you don't get it at the same time, you're not allowed to go to work. Now, the media have done some of this as well, and he's done his own spin, but I've actually been talking through a person and that's basically been in Slovakia herself on the ground there. And she said the stuff they're actually missing now for some of the media in parts of the world is that um, if she refused to get that test, which she has, she refused to get the test. So that means now... When you get the test, if you're positive or negative, you get a certificate to say that you've been one of the 2.5 million people that got um, that got mass tested last weekend. And if you want to go down to the supermarket to get your groceries or normal daily shopping, um, you will be refused entry as you go into the store by a security guard unless you have the certificate to prove you can or you can't go in or you've got this test based. Now, it's not just in the, in the shops either, so you can no longer feed yourself if you don't go by this so-called voluntary test, which is, i.e., it's, it's, it's mandatory in a sense, um, or you can't go to work. You pretty much can't do that, and you pretty much just stay in your house. So the, the clever part they're doing is they've done that last weekend. Now they're going to this weekend, they're going to drive the rest of them home, whatever the population level there they're going to say all right you need to get tested as well so a few people that will won't have got tested last weekend will be thinking oh well will i get tested because i can't go to the groceries the child is probably hungry i can't do this i can't do that so maybe i'll kind of get it but against your against your sovereign right against your uh your will to actually get bloody tested so that's what's going on in slovakia but it's not just slovakia that's where they're going to 
that's one of the testing grounds, of course, for it. And it's 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 absolute criminality what they're doing to the people over there. That um, if you refuse uh, like a God-given right to say no, I don't want any instruments or to be tested for anything that we know doesn't uh, they're being proven to exist. Um, that I should get tested. So it's it's insane what they're doing there. Um, but they're also doing the very same thing in uh, Liverpool here in England at the moment. And saying that yeah, they're bringing yeah, in the military even for they have, and and it's the same with Slovakia. They brought in over two thousand of the of the military in Slovakia and, and some of the military came in from, uh, they said they've been seen of US troops on the ground. People underground over said they've seen the patches of US troops in there. So whatever US troops were doing in in, uh, in Slovakia, not alone were they there, but some of the Hungarian um, forces came in as well to basically make sure pretty much that you know, you're rounded up like cattle to, to make sure you go in and get a test. And uh, the ironic or funny part of it afterwards um, was that the 2.5 million that got tested they said, and they announced in their own mainstream narrative, um, you know, we don't believe that, but what they're saying is 1% tested positive out of 2.5 million people that got tested. Now, I would argue that to say that's 0% um, that tested positive because the test they're using does not test for, for the, you know, alleged virus that they're testing for. But if you go to Liverpool at the moment, I only came in yesterday here, is, is Liverpool is the testing ground in the UK at the moment. And they've rolled in the armed forces. The military, of course, are on the streets as well. And they're um, seeing uh, basically... Boris here, the Prime Minister, says, you know, this is a, a great day for people in time to get back their freedoms at a quicker pace. You know, it's voluntary, of course, again, like they say, but yet why are the military coming in the streets trying to enforce this and being surrounded and um, people? So Liverpool is getting tested um, at the moment. A lot of people are standing up against it um, because we also, not only did that get rolled out yesterday in, in uh, Liverpool, but London and the rest of the United Kingdom have been put in uh, lockdown since midnight, um, Wednesday night just gone. So yesterday was the first day of so-called national lockdown um in england and it's only supposed to be for four weeks but um we know no, it's not going to be for four weeks it's that's just to kind of get you in your homes and it's back to the first increment stage of like you're going to stay a lot longer in your homes um so they said four weeks and I it's like when they told it. us it's going to be two weeks in march and exactly uh, people exactly. are still believing it so exactly it, we're basically here to tell you today to start waking up because your rights are being taken away and the other thing is this test one, there's no test that actually tested for tests for the COVID. They can test for influenza. And the scary thing is that I've seen it in a lot of the videos in America where they're basically ramming it up your nose, both nostrils, and the same swab in your throat. So that you're cross-contaminating if there was some infection in your body. But they're actually doing damage by the way they're ramming it up. And a friend of mine had actually checked the, the test manufacturer that, that, that had it. And it's not meant to go up the nose. So we're in a situation where you have people that are providing, you know, they're swabbing you with these things. And the other thing is, and I don't know if you've seen that, uh, that some of the countries, they're basically keeping the DNA. They've wrote it into the constitution right. that they can keep your DNA. So that is something yeah. you should be very afraid of. Yeah, it's very nefarious agenda, what they're at at the background itself. And of course, as we know about the PCR test itself, I mean, Kerry Mullis, the guy that created it back in the 80s, the inventor of it, unfortunately, he died back last year. But anybody has watched Kerry over the years or watched these videos, some of them still can be got on YouTube. He said the creator of the test himself, this t PCR test is under no circumstance to be tested for any infectious disease. And what are they doing worldwide is they're using the PCR test to test it. I can leave loads of links in the description below for people to actually see how this is. And there's a, a great guy called Dr. Andrew Kaufman. And he goes through the whole thing from start to finish. As to how, he rips it all apart. And he's one of many that says it does not work. And the, the part what they're actually using in, in, um, in Liverpool at the moment, and I'm sure other places as well, 
is actually the government itself have admitted that the test they're using there is not the PCR test because the PCR test basically has to go back to a lab. It's time consuming. You can basically, you can manipulate the test itself by depending how many times you amplify the cycles inside it. So if you amplify maybe 30 cycles, you get one result. And if you amplify the very same sample, you get 45 um, uh, sorry, if you amplified it 45 times or 45 cycles, you would get a completely different result as well. And people might say, what are they actually, if some of it, the test shows up positive, what's actually showing up positive if it's not COVID-19? It's called genetic, genetic material that the vast majority of humans have. And if you keep amplifying it enough inside in the human body, you will actually find it. So what they're using in Liverpool is a, a test called antigen test. And so the antigen test, you don't have to send off to the lab, but you can get it within roughly a little over an hour. You can get your results. So it's a lot quicker. But the problem with the antigen test um, is the government admitted themselves that is, it is, they've actually said it's less accurate than the PCR test. So how can you get even less accurate than the PCR test that doesn't test for the so-called alleged virus that they're saying it's um, testing for? Because it's never been isolated and purified. The people have said it through their mouths and, and, and in governments that oh, it's isolated, it's purified. There's been endless amounts of doctors and scientists worldwide saying, can you give me that and right now? What way did you, what's your terminology, isolation and purifying? They've never been able to do that worldwide. So that's the kind of scam that they're rolling out. Um, and of course, everything at the moment is a case-demic. So it's cases, cases, cases. Um, if anybody wants to look at things, and um, where I'm even at the UK at the moment, is one example of there's fantastic doctors that are coming out at the moment. They're saying oh, completely unbiased agendas, if not to, to gain only everything, maybe to lose their livelihoods and their license for speaking out the truth, pretty much, which is sad. Um, and they, they basically said that the, if you're to look at the debts, you know, fatalities, mortalities, debts, excess debts, and so on and so on, over the last number of years gone by, they said that we're actually, at, for this time of year, coming into a normal flu season like we would every, time, every other year in winter here. You're coming into a normal flu season where deaths will rise eventually as we go into. But currently, as we speak now, there is no excess. There's no excess mortalities, no fatality. So what he's saying, in other words, is that compared to the, to, to the scales any other year, we're actually, if anything, we're right on track where we are any other year. If anything, many doctors and many um, scientists come out and said we're actually slightly lower death rate is what we have. But yet all of a sudden with this so-called pandemic and rolling out mass scaling and tests worldwide to everybody that's, you know, voluntary, but i.e. it's it's mandatory in the sense is what they're, what they're at. Exactly. And uh, I've seen another case as well in the UK. There was, was it a nurse uh, and her daughter in a nursing home that uh, she wanted to get out? I saw you probably know a bit more about that. One. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and it's only, I think, in the last 24, 48 hours, it should be gone viral pretty much in a lot of places. Um, I know in, in the UK and Europe, it has any, I'm not sure about the rest of the world, but um, what it was basically was a, a 97-year-old woman here in the UK. She, um, she's been in uh, this care home for the last nine months, rapidly deteriorating her health uh, day by day as it's going on. Her own family hasn't been allowed to see her in, in uh, nine months. So her, her daughter had enough of it. Now, her daughter is a qualified nurse, so is more than capable of being able to look after her own mother. She went into the uh, care home, took her mother out of it, put her into the car, said, you're coming home, I'm going to look after you. And before she went too much further, the um, police were called on the scene and the police um, arrested uh, her daughter and uh, put her in handcuffs in the back of the police car and took her off. And her mother, they said, basically um, is going back into the care home again. This is what what names do you even give that like fascism that's going on worldwide at the moment? Yeah. Absolutely. When, you watch, when you watch it, because uh, I think the granddaughter was there as well. And basically you could see the fear of the it, grandmother. Yeah. Like, I don't know, did they count? Was it six or eight different police officers surrounding, oh. you know, what, what were they expecting? The 97 year old woman to kind of do a Usain Bolt and kind of do a, a legger that they couldn't catch up. You know, exactly. it was pathetic to, to put that woman yeah. through that kind of fear is pathetic. 
It is. And and say we can leave a link for people that haven't uh, are aware of that. I can leave a link in the description below as well. Uh, it's just a short video. People can click in and see the evidence for themselves. It's absolutely disgusting what they're doing here in the UK at the moment. Exactly. And just uh, like um, on the the different things, what, what what's positive? What, what, what can we see anywhere around? Is there anything that we can, that any of the countries that are fighting against this? Well, the only thing we can see, I suppose, um, positive. I think the business, I there's business owners, I believe, in London coming out, isn't there? There is. I say, even since yesterday now that, you know, they went into lockdown and all that, and, you know, a lot of businesses were told to close by the government because you're apparently deemed uh, non-essential. So, for argument's sake, you can you can sell bottles of vodka here and drink and all that. That's no problem. So you can get drunk out of your head. That's apparently essential, according to the government. But under no circumstance can you get uh, children's shoes, children's clothes, all these clothes sections are going to be all cordoned off. And that's apparently deemed as, as non-essential. So in other businesses like, like hairdressers and stuff like that, they're deemed non-essential. So who gives them the right to say your business is non-essential? Because to you, it's very essential. Are you going to go for four weeks and not feed your family, not feed your, you know, anybody around you and you pay your bills because you're just deemed, um, you know, non-essential. But the guy next door has a, another, maybe an off license. He can sell drink. His, his business is essential so he can carry on as normal while you suffer next door to him. You know, this so-called pandemic that's sweeping around the world rapidly um you know it doesn't touch people who are drinking but if you're if you're cutting hair next door all of a sudden you're in big trouble the virus is straight in to catch you straight away you know it's just it's madness the stuff they're actually and thankfully people are, are awake this stage and there's you know there's just people like the world doctors alliance um or thousands of doctors and worldwide there's nurses coming out as well they're all gathering together a lot of them are coming together in a legal manner as well so they're pursuing this to hold um governments and people that are accountable be it uh police as well and all that hold them accountable what they're doing is completely um unlawful in, in any circumstances regardless if it's so-called emergency or a pandemic because as we know it's not a pandemic but that's of course the terminology that they'd, uh, they'd like to sell you yeah, and I mean, like for those, uh, I would uh, recommend kind of investigating Dolores Cahill because she's actually, and you know, she worked for the uh, Irish government and also the EU, and she's coming out exposing a lot of this. And I believe she's actually uh, heading this uh, new uh, organization that's been put together. She is. She's actually the president of it at the moment. Um, and people leave a link again in the description below. If you want to check out the World Doctors Alliance and check out what's on their website. And it's very positive stuff. You can sign up to them and all that and get a newsletter and stuff and see what they're actually doing. They're actually, you know, there's, there's actually people around the world, be it solicitors, barristers. They're so tired of this scam that's going on that they are offering some of their willing to offer their free services to a lot of these people um, around the world that are fighting cases like your man. Um, uh, Robert uh, Kennedy Jr. in the States. He's doing a fantastic job over there as well, fighting cases over there. But And Dolores um, in, in Ireland, it says she's come together with doctors from uh, from Germany, from Holland, from uh, all parts of the world have come together to say, just look, enough is enough. We're, we're tired of the whole thing. And what I've just seen over last weekend as well here briefly is that um, a care worker um, that works for the NHS here in England, she's, um, she's come out and she said she can't do it anymore. She gave years working for the NHS in England, which is the National Health Service for people who are, who are abroad. And um, she said she can't listen to the lies and the scam that's going on anymore. And she's working on the ground in the hospital and knows exactly what's going on. All the death figures, all the deaths are completely being blown out of proportion. They're completely being labeled COVID-19 when they're not COVID-19. Nothing got to do with it at all. And she says, I just can't go along with the lies and criminality that's going on anymore. So she basically said, I'm resigning from my job. I can't. We're not We're not doing the healthcare system anymore. This is absolute criminal run by the government and these, these elites that are in the background. She says, it's not the hospitals have no control over this pretty much anymore. So there's people, there's whistleblowers coming out. There's plenty of people stepping down from their own jobs. There's a there's a police force in the, I can't think of the website, I can leave in the description below, in, in Australia, 
and they're they're coming out. He's some I think he's some chief commissioner or a guy in Sydney that's come out and he said he's enough is enough. He says people need to be held accountable. What's what's going on here and what we're being asked to do to our people? He says it's just not humane. It's not right. The, the numbers, the the cases, the the deaths, uh, nothing adds up. He says, you know, if you ask anybody near on the street, do anybody you know apparently had or allegedly had COVID nineteen, the answer will be no every time. So and it's, even though, because I know that there will be some people that will say, oh, I had somebody that died belong to it. You have been told course. that they died from COVID nineteen. A lot of the times, it's underlying uh, conditions. But the other thing is, they're getting incentivized to one diagnose and two put you on the machine. So sometimes they're actually giving the wrong medication to actually unfortunately kill some people just for a financial incentive and all of them should be facing criminal courts. Exactly. You're 100% right. Uh, there's financial incentives behind a lot of this stuff. So if there's a real so-called pandemic or virus killing everybody, would you have to have incentives by, by governments and organizations over you to, to, to help put you basically, can you say this is such a COVID-19 instead of saying they died a normal pneumonia, pneumonia or so it's COVID-19. Like, absolute insanity but uh people have to wake up to what's going on thankfully i think the tide is turning there's a positive light at the end of the tunnel is day by day is turning more and more um and they'll have to do in time to come like a nuremberg trial or something that would have to be played out because um what they're doing is absolute criminality well hopefully it won't be like the nuremberg trial where they put all the nazis into america and they started running the pharmaceuticals but if we could have a proper trialing system with correct judges that aren't corrupt or part of the system then definitely and like i i kind of appeal to all the military and the police because everybody is compliant because they don't want to be paying fines and they don't want to be beat up and just remember if you're a police officer or you're in, in the military your actually whole family is going to be part of this and you too because they have actually robots ready to take over your jobs as well so don't think that you're safe because you're being complaint and worried about uh, your salary because if you all stick together take off your hats you still need military, you still need the police, you'll still have your jobs, but you'll be wor- working under not the bad boys anymore. And it's something that, you know, it's good that you hear it's, it's happening in Australia. So we need a yeah. few more countries to do the exact same. Exactly. And bit by bit is picking up. So hopefully that momentum can uh, keep rolling out far because a lot of people are looking for, you know, hope and positivity. And where do we go to, you know, to help us? Like we can protest and we can march and we do all sorts of things. So like I said, they're protesting again here today in parts of England. Um, businesses are getting together now today Um, just said enough is enough that we need to we, We're tired of this. It's a scam as well. We need to get out and march or do something to say, look, we're not closing our business. A lot of gyms have, have, have stayed open in different parts of the country. And I've just looked at some videos this morning that the police have come in the door and they said, uh, are you keeping your gym open? They said, yeah. They said, right, we're giving you fines. But under a common law, from what I know, that, that it's completely wrong what they're doing. So they're, they can't be doing that. Um, it's just like in, in Australia and is one of many countries where, you know, you get your fine for not paying your, or not, not having your mask on your face and so on and so on. So they give you the fine. And a lot of people have went against and said, yeah, give me the fine. And then they go to court. And every time it's been thrown out in court that I've heard of that people went as far as court, they've explained the situation. Got a good solicitor explained to the judge and, um, it's completely unlawful what they're actually doing. There's no evidence to back up the justification behind this and they just simply can't back it up. And it gets thrown out every time. So I'd advise people as well, if you get a fine, don't be scared of the fine, take it further. Nobody wants to go to court, but I, I take the court, if, if go forward, keep moving forward and just, you know, you will end up 99% of the time, it'll be thrown out of court and get on with your normal life after that. And I heard as well that when, when the police officer says, do you understand? Don't say yes. Because that's like saying I stand under this statement, say no, yeah. do not yeah. comply, say I do not agree, and just come. I do not because they'll make yeah. I do not consent because yeah. they'll make everything that's said they'll either record it or they'll have it written down and it'll be used against you. 
So the best thing is, you know, just don't don't consent to anything. Exactly, exactly. That's all we can uh, keep moving forward, and um, hopefully this uh, charade and scam will be over quicker than we than we think. But as we know, I said for England, where I'm staying at the moment, you know, they're saying four weeks at the moment will be the will be the lockdown, and then you'll be out for Christmas and so on and so on. Well, it's interesting within 24 hours or so of, of saying it's only four weeks, and Boris says, "Oh no," the Prime Minister says, "Oh no, it's definitely only four weeks. You'll be out to start to start of December again." But at the same time, what we have over here is called a furlough scheme. So basically what that is, is the government are going to give you a subsidies, grant payments, um, you know, because you apparently can't go to work, your work is non-essential, whatever the case is, you basically sit at home while other people can work. We'll give you a certain percentage, maybe 80%, maybe 60%, or it, it goes different as it goes on. I think the first payment is 80% and it goes down after that. So that does an incentive for you to kind of, you know, shut your business, stay at home. And that's majority of these businesses will never open up again. But the, the interesting part was, he said, we'll close the country for four weeks, but these payments we're going to have, we're looking into them, that we're going to go as far as next March. So why would you be giving government payments lined up till next March if you had no intention of keeping the population under control until next March? But this also, I won't go into now because we, we talked about it on, and last time I was on base, it was the Operation Moonshot. And this is where my own opinion is coming into all this as well, is that and it can be pretty much picked up as well as quite easily, is the Operation Moonshot is where this is going to play into it. So it's kind of like keep them inside for four weeks. Don't frighten the shit out of them worldwide at the moment. Just get them inside. That's the first measure. Close the gate behind them. And then the next measure then after that is like, um, once there's pretty much no deaths at the minute overall, you could say. So it's just case, case, case. So after a couple of weeks into this lockdown, um, their deaths will start to rise as they would any other normal flu season. And what they've said actually over here from the 8th of October, they said in the UK is that they're going to add in the normal flu season um, uh, statistics with the COVID-19 statistics. So they're not even separate now. They're just going to all lump them into one, one box. And that's what it is because apparently the flu season just went away overnight and everyone's COVID-19. But now that they're lumping them together, people won't be able to decipher or know what's what in it. So they're going to do that. And what it'll be is when the deaths start rising, the Prime Minister has all come back out and says, geez, I'd love to date you out. But as you can see now, death, death, deaths are coming. There's going to be excess deaths. Of course, Neil Ferguson um, predicting his ridiculous models is you know, owned by Bill Gates in the background as to what's, um, his predictions are way off the scale. They always were for the last couple of decades that he's ever projected, projected in the past. So um, it's going to be a case of after your four weeks, okay, we might, we need to carry it on a bit more, a bit more, or it can be a case of, we might let you out for the Christmas. And then if you let out for the Christmas for a small bit at all, it'll be, it'll be blamed on that. It'll be the justification. All oh, the debts are gone higher and higher. You need to go back into your little cages again for, you know, January, February, or March, because that operation moonshot will be carried on. Then we'll see light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, but we can let you out, but you get tested, getting tested while you wait for the, the so-called Bill Gates vaccine to come around the place. And then um, on top of that is you'll have your digital passport that, you know, probably via an app on your phone that they'll try and introduce as well. So you can't go to work. You can't go to live music event, which just what we spoke to the, about the, at the very start of this podcast was at Slovakia, heading down the same route again. You know, and even another thing as well that we haven't uh, discussed, because I know in Canada and I think in New Zealand, like they have... I don't think they call them concentration camps, but I call them concentration camps. Unless you yeah. actually comply, they're basically chucking you into a concentration camp. Yeah, I think they, they have their own wording, like um, a government quarantine facility or some sugar-coated way they have it. But what it is, it's a concentration camp is what it is. I know Jacinda Ardern, the uh, New Zealand Prime Minister, um, and notorious, horrible woman that she is, she's basically inflicted this on, on our people um, recently and, and brought it out. That she's on a, a Facebook live stream on it. I can leave a link in the description below for people to see it. And um, and what it is basically, she just said that um, we're doing mass testing again. It's all about the mass testing on cases, of course. And you need to test, test, test. And anybody that tests um, positive 
for argument's sake, will have to go into these uh, concentration camps or government quarantine facilities. So um, that's that. Otherwise, they have a, a way of doing it that you can actually, if you refuse the test, you can be put into the into the concentration camp as well. So while you're in there, they, give, they offer you a chance of actually taking the test. And if you don't take the test, then, oh, you can just stay in there for another 14 days and then another 14 days. So basically, she said, it's in your best, and she's smiling um, as she's telling you this. So it's, it's in your best interest, people um, of New Zealand. If you end up just, just taking the test, and once you get the test done, then you might be able to get a bit of your freedom back again. A test that doesn't, that's not testing for the for the virus itself, as we've just spoke re- or earlier on the show about this. So the whole thing is an absolute scam. And they're enforcing that in their own population that, Unless you get tested, they've separated families at the moment in these quarantine facilities somewhere around different parts of New Zealand. Unless you say, unless you comply to the fascism, um, you're not being let out again because you won't you won't get a test. And they're doing that like they've they've set up a long time ago, good few years back. They set up FEMA camps in the United States. Yeah. They're setting up camps. They're setting up camps in Canada. They're setting up camps all over the place. How come? How why are all these camps being rolled out at the minute? Of course, so there's a nefarious, nefarious agenda as to what's going on. And I like to, like to reiterate to people is it's absolutely never was anything got to do with your health. Uh, it's all about control and people just look up the World Economic Forum and places like that to see where we're being taken into with Agenda 21 and all these things are being rolled out day by day. So that's the situation with those at the moment, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, just, uh, I know it's kind of doom and gloom and sometimes it can get you, but uh, I saw something nice this week that uh, somebody was saying, I think around, in other ways, some houses they say, oh, you can have four, five, five people, six people. But six for people a, here, yeah. Yeah, but for a funeral, you're allowed up to 30. So somebody said, I'm going to have a funeral for the turkey so that they can have their full family together. So, you know, sometimes use the law against them and just... Uh, I have, and, and you, you can, and there's, there's actually, briefly just to um add to that note there's a guy here in the uk he's got some little loophole on this is he i don't know if it's gone viral but he's he's on a loophole in the system that he paid six six pound he registered this business for six pound because apparently there's some loophole in the system that you can um you can have for a party you can't have in your household but for if it was a work party related you can have apparently a lot more people than you want tens of people there's no problem at all so he's registered this for six quid um, that you can, he's his own company now. So at Christmas, he can invite all of his family around and say it's all work related in the house. And that's what we got to do. So it's just connections and loopholes that way people want to look into that stuff as well. There's ways around these things, all right. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> or the other thing is simply do not comply. Just do oh, not comply. Exactly. Get on with your normal life. Say no. And um, with this tyranny that's going on, and we'll just stay moving forward and forget him. Let them get on whatever they're getting on. We just get on with our normal lives and just don't pay any, don't give them any attention. No, absolutely. And what you can do, if you found this of benefit, share it with your friends, pass it around, because the more people that are aware, knowledge is power. And that's how we can actually make change to the world by actually being, you know, awake instead of just complying. Listen, Chris, we'll get on again next week. We'll keep people up to date with what's going on. It's been, you know, incredible as always. So same as right. Yeah, we'll do. Catch you next week. So you'll find all our episodes on awakeningpodcast.org and you'll also find Chris's on the anchor.fm forward slash mindwards. Both the descriptions will be, uh, the links will be in the description below. Until next week, take care. There's a time.